Hello and it's Sue Edwards here talking to you today about how to decide if an event is worth speaking out at for free. But a few things before I dive into this with you. Firstly, I've got no issue at all with offering things and time for free. But I deal with a lot of startups and I know that if you're in business, you need to be making cash and that needs to happen quite quickly. If you're spending all of your time attending events and not earning cash, after 90 days of solidly attending and doing networking and things like that, just please do something different because it's not working. And if it's not working, it's not yielded your results and you are going to be living off fresh air. Now, so cut back on the swanning around and focus on selling your stuff in a different way. So you try that for another 90 days. Simple, yeah? No, I know it's not, Uh, but it's what you need to do. There's something very intoxicating about attending events, whether it's as a speaker or you're networking and having positive feedback from the people on the day. But a lot of the time it's just talk. There's something very seductive about that, but if it's not bringing you in cash within a fairly short period of time, you've got to guard against it. So unless there's a real and measurable benefit in attending these events, as we'll discuss in the questions I'm going to ask you to ask yourself, please make it a no. But keep in touch, be professional and don't get a reputation just for turning up for the opening of an envelope. So you're there at everything. You won't be taken seriously if you do. Availability and being available for every single thing and anything is just not sexy, whether it's in business or dating. If you're too available, you're not going to get where you need to be. So if you're not making cash, so it's swapping an opportunity for speaking in front of a group of people for free for some chances to speak to business people um, or your potential customers. If you're swapping your time for that opportunity, that will have a value to you. But there's some questions you need to get really clear on before any firm arrangements are made. The first one is how many people will you reach by speaking or attending this event? Now, when I say people, I'm talking about your people. I'm talking about the people that you really want to do business with, the people that are ideal customers for you or an ideal business connection for you, not just people at an event. So once you know that and you determine that they are really right for you and they are parts of your audience in the business then you need to write that number down. Number two on the list of questions to ask yourself is how will you collect the data? So in other words you're going to see all these lovely people and you're going to stay you're going to want to keep in touch with them but how are you going to do that when they're all milling around in the event and you're on the stage? Now there's lots of ways you can do that and generally if you're being asked to speak for free it's normally because you're not that well known and I'm sorry but that's just the way it is. So professional speakers don't turn out anymore for free. The minimum cost per speaking engagements for a well-known professional speaker with a following is at least £3,500 in the UK currently in 2017. Some people are getting a lot more than that. Um, so bear that in mind. It's a compliment to be asked, but it's not. Um, but if it's not also uh, you're establishing yourself as uh, not that well known if you're going to pitch up for nothing. So unless it's a charity event, and I'm not covering those here because they need to be dealt with differently, um, think twice about it. So going back now, we need to look at how you're going to collect that data. How are you going to talk to them with a purpose? How are you going to extract that information so that you can follow up? Now, there's numerous scanners available for business cards which work with your mobile phone. So if you have a smartphone, then there's something to look at because there's a very low or easy way of getting in touch with people who are who are business people and therefore have a business card if you collect the business cards. 
But if you're going after the consumer market and it's consumers that you're talking to, what are you going to do? Sync your phones together, swap phone numbers, write down the details in a little text message, put the details, take a photograph of them. What is it that you're going to do? So you need to think that all out in advance and you need to stick to that strategy. Otherwise, you're going to be pitching up and you're going to be coming away with nothing. So check them out, write them down, check them all out for practicality. And remember that on the day when you're there and on the stage, you're on the stage, you're not going to be focused on anything other than your performance. So you're really going to have time for getting all this data together. And if you're not going to be able to have the time, how are you going to maximise getting their contact details so you can follow up? Now, obviously, I've given you some ideas here with syncing phones and business card scans and things like that. Um, but data lists of attendees, are they going to be made available to you? Are you going to be able to share that data? Are you going to be able to use it in your business? Um, are you going to be able to write an article following up um, your presentation and have it circulated by those that are running the event with a special offer or something like that? There's got to be a way of touching those people beyond the event or the opportunity for speaking at the event for free is not going to be of great value to you. So write all of those down and check them for practicality and ask those questions. And if you need to ask the organiser, and I think you do well in advance of agreeing to speak, if the event has a website, and obviously most of them do, would you be able to have your details on there? How many unique visitors do they have each month? How engaged are those people that they're interacting with and are calling into these events with them? If it's going to be under 5,000, the likelihood is you're going to, as a secondary speaker, hardly going to be getting any traffic from their website or any details that you put up on it. So you'll get a very tiny percentage, if any, from that on that level. So bear that in mind, even if your own website is getting 2,000 visitors, the likelihood amongst um, those that um, you're going to get from there, say 5,000 visitors, are going to be minute. So um, going to, to an event, they're probably not even going to go further than the front page, so they won't read about you. So get those figures from the organisers and they really matter. It's all about the data if you're um, using um, free uh, speaker engagements to grow your business. So the next question is what do you have to sell to the attending audience if you get their emails? And this isn't about you selling at the back of the room or selling at the day. If you try and do that, you'll just look awful and desperate, quite frankly. You'll need to be aware that you're pulling all these people into a sales funnel. So that might be a freebie that you're offering. Um, and to be interested in that, then you've got to get them piqued with interest to go onto your website and look for other things about you. And that's your job on the day. So obviously on there, you have to have something that captures whether it's signing up to it captures their information, whether it's signing up to your newsletter or signing up on a free program or video or a free webinar. There's got to be something out there. So you need to think about that in advance of attending. If there's something that you have that's absolutely bang on the button of what they need, um, then you um, can uh, go and see, get them to go onto your website and download it. And if they're just vaguely the sort of people um, or that you did that particular product for, but you weren't very clear when you offered it, you'll be, you'll be expecting to sell close to zero 
to those sorts of people so this is why you really need to make sure that these people are going to be an exact match to what you've got otherwise you're going to have to create something for them and if you're doing that for free as well it starts to get very expensive in terms of time and resources so again, ask yourself when you're looking at your product and services, am I going to be attending to talk to an audience that's going to be responsive if I had their emails and write to them? Is it still worth me attending because actually we're not that great a match? Now the next one on the same theme really is if you don't have something that today that's absolutely bang on the button, could you make something relatively inexpensively in a short space of time for what you do already have? Could you offer them something free on line which they sign up to enter a short um, competition or a prize of some nature there's always got to be something in it for them so they've heard you speak the next thing now is that you, it's your job to do all the work on converting that slight amount of interest that you get for 30 minutes or whatever you're given at the speaking engagement into something that's of value to your business so there's quite a lot of hard work around an event of this nature of course the more you do of these the better it gets because you then have all these resources and assets but when you're first starting out um, it's all brand new work and that means a lot of extra work and then the other one which i think is really important are the press going to be present and if they are who are they what are they go? When are they going to be there? Because for most press, most journalists will only turn up for a fraction of the event. They'll be there for if it's a thirty-minute to half an hour um, speaking slot. You'd be lucky to get two or three minutes of a journalist attending or listening to it. So find out where they're from. In other words, what magazines are they from, or radio or TV, and what opportunities are there for you to participate in the press conference? And this needs to be clarified in writing. You need to be very clear that you don't want any of your speaking gigs within the event to conflict with the journalists at requirements to talk to you and you want to be put forward as part of the press conference so if that information isn't available or that it's not something that you're going to even have the press present at then look at it again in depth and think well this is something is this something that's really going anywhere because any of these events that are well documented in terms of statistics all of these are a gift to journalists of journalists would want to be there if they're not going to be there there's something wrong with the event it's just not big enough and then the last one is to really do your homework what are the other presenters doing on social media what those people that will be attending and sharing the stage with you you follow them all on those platforms and interact with them positively so that you're already familiar with them um, and them with you before you actually get to the event use their profiles to interact and get on the radar of their businesses because they may be very valuable to you and uh, don't rely just on the organizers they're in it on the day they're going to be in it just for themselves very often and most of these events are disappointing to the speakers that attend to free at uh, 10 for free because they tend to be really marginalized they tend to be more of a sideshow rather than the main stage event so bear that in mind and maximize your own opportunity here so don't get overly confident that it's going to be a make or break for your business. It's going to be another uh, part of the jigsaw. It's a minimum amount of exposure that you can expect from any of these free um, attendances. So value your time and make the, the time that you do spend at events you choose to go to work for you and your business. Get something out of it. Get the information or exposure, but measure it and test it before you go. Test that this is a really the right opportunity for you and you're not going to be wasting your time.